0: Yo, what's good? What's up, everyone? (laughs) What's up, everyone?
1: Yeah. Everybody, what's
0: up? Yeah, TC with us. You already know what it is. It's it's yours truly. Listen, um, today is going to be a very powerful session. So, yo, I'm telling you, very powerful podcast. Mm We're going to drop gems on them. It's going to be a a point where it's time to take Mm -hmm. power it's it's time for it's time to take power into your own hands that's what this podcast is all about yeah. you know that's that's what this episode and this mm-hmm. podcast listen this is episode 11 y'all <laughs> dc Incentives, yeah. episode 11 and um we have a special guest real estate of course he's been doing he he's been doing this for years our special guest he's going to be later on He knows he's going to jump on with us. Uh, But of course, we got to do the intro. You know that the the intros is very important. So Mm -hmm. uh, let's jump into it. I'm going to make this as simple as possible. And um, I'm going to say this, Uh, water. I'm going to just keep it very, very simple. H2O Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, water is important to stay hydrated and it's important to drink water and you know how you can tell how this is how you can tell and it's very simple how you can tell if you're hydrated or if you're dehydrated it's by your urine color so when you go into the yeah. bathroom, <laughs> and you know when you when you're about to you know use the bathroom, take a piss, y'all, that's a, if 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 um if your urine pee uh color is 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 yellow or white. If it's yellow, that means it is dehydrated. Well, very yellow means dehydration. White, well, clear means you're hydrated. You're drinking mm-hmm. water, even though you will be going to the bathroom when you drink yeah. lots of water. Um, so that, that we call this hydration status. So the hydration status of drinking lots of water, when you go to the bathroom, if it's clear, you're actually, um, you're actually hydrating, uh, yourself, your insides, your Mm -hmm. blood, you know, your moods. Um, but if you are dehydrated and when you use the bathroom, yeah, that pee is going to come out very yellow. (laughs) So, that's the balance of hydrate, hydrated <laughs> and dehydration. Yes. So, but in oh, some it, cases, yes. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say in some cases, if they come out brown like Coca-Cola. I hell?
0: can't.
1: I can't with you. But yeah, that hell, right. That's a thing.
2: It's yeah. a
0: thing. Yeah, yeah, yes. If, if it comes out, if it definitely comes out in like another color, then clear the yellow. I, I would suggest you to uh, to seek advice from uh, whatever your doctor says. Mm-hmm. Um, to, yeah, definitely seek advice. What you gotta do, but yeah. Mhm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But drink water. I'm I'm just keeping this intro very simple as possible. Drink water. Drink water yeah. when you wake up. Drink water. When uh, drink water when you are um, drink water when you're about to go to sleep. Also, and you know the thing about I've I've learned, um, and I'll share this with y'all. I did a fruits and veggie challenge for, and I was just eating fr- just fruits and veg vegetables, for seven days. I, yo, know, my body feels it, it, it. Now I can put this as a lifestyle. So I'm going to share this with you guys. If you feel, because a lot of people like to eat full course meal at nighttime when they, when they feel hungry. So if you are feeling like you are hungry at nighttime, make sure you drink water first. Your body's probably telling you you're just thirsty. Yes. So drink water but if you're continue mm-hmm. if you're continue to drink water and if you're still um hungry or if your body is still you know talking to you, then I would mm-hmm. suggest then uh i wouldn't well if you want to eat a full course meal, that's completely up to you,
1: but for it me <laughs> Don't do it. It's up to <laughs> you, but don't do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's up to you, but my, but what I would do is I would just eat fruits. That's it. I would just eat a fruit. That's it. That's what well, I would even, do.
1: Even What you could do, get some strawberries, for example, yes. have a little bit of yogurt, yes. have that before you go to sleep. That actually helps. Yes. Instead of having something so heavy, especially like... Breads and things with starch and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, and I also want to go do some of mm-hmm. the benefits, if you don't mind.
0: Absolutely. So, so the benefits, oh, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to take it away, take it away, TC, so go water, ahead.
1: Take it away. I just have a few. I just have a few. So, water, you ever think about it? Our body is 70, what, 70% made of water. Yes. So, it's part of our life source to begin with and also water also benefits us from like the urination help us flush our body out regulates our body temperature also help our joints and skin
2: a lot of people don't
1: realize that and also your saliva also (laughs) is involved with h2o yeah funny enough you know overall water is like our soul in a way because without water did die at the same I'm, just, I'm just mm-hmm. saying it. So it's very important. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, back to you Diamond I've, Absolutely. Yes.
0: And mm-hmm. it, it also increases our energy. Uh it has ability. It, it, water also has us ability to focus, helps our brain function, it improves muscles. Yes. Um mm-hmm. on, on you said healthy skin, uh uplifts our mood, healthy hair. It also flush toxins out. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That's what the hydration is for. It flushes mm-hmm. toxin. So when you go into the bathroom, that's the point of you going mm-hmm. to the bathroom is because you're flushing that toxin out. Yes.
1: Yes. It, it
0: improves blood uh, Water is a natural detox. Facts. Facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, metabolism. Um. Uh, what is it? Regulates body temperature, helps you lose weight. Like yo, <laughs> yeah. uh, you pretty much mm-hmm. you took it away. Like yeah. uh, that's the benefits of um drinking water. So really, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why this is important to drink water. Like if 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 the body is seventy five percent water, and let's say if you only ate out of the day only I would say like one time and then most of most of the time your body is just consuming water you can still mm-hmm. maintain your body. Absolutely. Yes. You can still yeah. maintain your body. Yeah. The amount of water mm-hmm. versus food. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's important to drink water. It, it can you can yeah. you can eat one two times a day, and like if the water the water the the consumption, you you feel
1: perfectly you'll feel mm-hmm. you'll feel fine. So yeah, you're good. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty much it. My question is why do you think it's so hard for some people. You get me? Yes. OK, so uh, there's a delay, so. <laughs> uh, not g- yeah, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah, but I just want to know why you think it's so hard for certain people to drink a lot of water? Why do you think they're always drawn to drinking juices and like sodas?
0: Uh, I think, in my opinion, I don't have the facts to this. I think in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's because of the addiction, uh, the, the addiction of uh, soda, the addictions of like, you know, um, sugary because sugar is an addiction. Um, so yeah, I, I've, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. learning that sugar is an addiction and uh that's what i think in my opinion this is just my opinion and mm-hmm. this is the reason why we need to drink more water and the soda and the the, the juices the you know the sugary juices yeah mm-hmm. mm. yeah so if 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 i i, I think I think it's because of the, the, the soda and the juices are an addiction and that that's why for people. For people, that's why. So yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So they gotta break that okay. habit. I agree. They gotta,
1: especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: They gotta break mm-hmm. that habit. So yes. If I'm if I'm wrong, yeah if if you listen to this and if I'm wrong, please correct me. I I, I want you to correct. <laughs> so
1: yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah i think what you're saying makes sense though because you yeah, got mama drinking drinking a lot of soda mama caffeine in there and people get addicted to caffeine
0: yes and it dehydrates you as well yes mm. Mm. yeah definitely does let's get yeah. it let's get it um anything else before we simple <laughs> <laughs> Simple. All right, yo, let's get it. All right, y'all. So we're about to bring our special guests. Let's get it, y'all. You already know we got a special guest. Ah, uh, let's get it. Episode eleven, DC incentives. We got my brother, Mister. Please, please introduce yourself. truck.
2: So my name. For those of you don't know, no, we are not getting a fire, fire truck. You get in the car. My name, for those of you who don't know, is uh, Luis Estrella. I'm a licensed realtor in New York and New Jersey, as well as a photographer, everything else under the sun, man. But uh, we also do credit restoration and credit repair uh, because, I mean, we're one of the only realtors that get people from credit to closing. Um, Hmm. We're licensed in New York and New Jersey. We're all about providing opportunity, man, through and through, from beginning to the end.
0: Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it, okay
2: all right you know
0: uh, our listeners you know they've been waiting for this all right so Mm -hmm. uh, we got a couple of questions all right so first question and i know tc he got some questions for you too absolutely
1: Uh
0: uh so the first question i would like to ask is if someone does not know about real estate and wants to uh get their foot in the door in real estate, mm. how what mm. is the beginning stages of learning about real estate step-by-step?
2: Step? The beginning stages for learning about real estate step-by-step. Step. Um, if somebody doesn't real process, they might tell you, go ahead, get pre-approved, go to a bank, go get a loan, get pre-approved. And that's the first step, which is bullshit. You do not do that. <laughs> the first thing you do is you check your credit. Mm. <laughs> because I'll tell you, one of the biggest implications to you being successful in the process and you really understanding what you qualify out the door is knowing your credit score. Um, you want me to go? Yeah, please. Your credit score right now is at a 580 mm-hmm. for an FHA. Do not use to get off. Um, so you're already starting out the gate in a worse position than what you would have done if you just did the groundwork first. Mm-hmm. You have a 620 credit score. We can get you qualified as three percent down and no PMI, so no private mortgage insurance. That's usually the extra hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars along to your mortgage, because the bank is kind kind of trying to mitigate risk. They don't. They they don't. They are putting twenty percent down. They really tack on a little extra for themselves to cushion themselves from. Uh, oh yeah, to cushion themselves from from getting hit on the back end just in case you default. So um, first step, understand your real credit score, not your credit karma bullshit score. Your real credit score. Um, once you got that together, and you know your FICO score, then go ahead, jump out there. Uh, get pre-approved so you can understand your buying power. And from the moment you understand your buying power, now we hit, the, we hit the ground running. You call a realtor, we hit the streets, we start looking at the way credit is actually calculated. Right? Um, so if you look mm-hmm. at the way credit is calculated, there are five different things that actually impact your actual score. So let's break it down into percentages. 35% of your score, the biggest chunk of your score, is accumulated through your payment history over the last 24 months. So have you been paying on time? Have you Mm -hmm. been paying late? And especially over the first 24 months or the last 24 months, because credit, that makes up 35% of your score, payment history. The next big chunk is 30% of your score is based off of credit utilization. So Mm -hmm. if you have a secured credit card, if you have an actual credit card, understanding. I know they tell you like uh, the rule of thumb is don't use more than 30% of your, of your credit card. Yes, that's, that's nonsense. your card does 240 miles. You shouldn't like the speed limit is about credit easier for people to understand. You should never use more than 10% of your credit utilization. you got a thousand dollar card. You should never use more than a hundred dollars on that card. Okay. Period. Um, and then when mm-hmm. you pay off that card, don't pay it off the whole hundred dollars. Um, you leave at least a dollar on there because credit only gives you points according to how much credit you're utilizing, right? So if you come up at the end of the month and you, only, you got a zero balance, how much interest can they charge you on that zero balance? Let's go. Nothing. And it looks yeah, like you didn't even utilize your credit. Let's go. So understanding, yeah. understanding the way that that works right there is important. Uh, so credit utilization, um, is thirty percent. Then the next fifteen percent is credit length, right? So the, the length of your credit history. The longer you have a credit account, um, is the better for you, right? So three months of a credit of a credit account is gonna is gonna make an impact, but not as big years and everything's been paid on time. That like that's really gonna have a huge impact and a huge bearing on your credit score. So you have 35% payment history, 30% credit utilization, 15% credit length, 10% um, is hard inquiries. So reducing the amount of hard inquiries in a year to two or Mm -hmm. less period, more than that, you're you're jeopardizing your credit score. And Mm -hmm. then 10% is diversification, right? So uh, do you have revolving lines of credit? Installment lines of credit. Um, so just understanding the difference between the two. Um, yeah, man, so diversification is key. Okay. So that's understanding understanding that that arithmetic and the way credit is calculated is important. Um, and that that really makes the difference. Uh, but then utilizing services like the one I'm a part of, where we don't just help people with their credit and delete late accounts and and repossessions, evictions, collections, um, but we also teach you how We teach you financial literacy at the same time Um, because part of the reason that people get into bad credit is mismanagement of money, right? People don't know how to budget. People don't know what their net worth is. People don't know how to save. Um, So taking small incremental steps throughout the whole process, learning the financial education that we should have been taught in school allows us to become financially conscious, build positive financial habits, and then you can hit the ground running, do whatever you got to do. Let's get it Okay let's get get it okay let's get it good information
0: yeah do do i need to do i need a license to to own a house to to own yeah
2: um you do not need a license to own a house all you need is a state id a job for the last two years at least two years of consecutive work history um oh yeah two forms of identification especially when you get to closing uh so you need at least a state id Um, a debit card with your name on it, Some like two forms of verification ID um, is important, two years of uh, work history, two years of tax returns, your last two months of bank statements, and then um, pay stubs. If you're a 1099 Mm -hmm. worker, then they're going to be asking for uh, your 1040Bs, uh, which is the bank application, and then they're gonna ask you for your ten ninety nines and all your documentations as well.
0: Now, who is they? Is that is that the IRS or the banks? The bank. Okay.
2: The banks. Mm. Because the banks is gonna okay, be qualifying okay. you and giving you the pre approval for the for the property.
1: Mm. Okay. And as for all states or just like New York and Jersey? All states. All those states, are
2: those okay. are the standard requirements, um, as well as the ten uh, the. Thing. Yeah, the 1080B form, which is that bank application. So all mm-hmm. those things combined um, is what you're going to need in order to qualify for the loan. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. There's programs out there that actually, they they might not ask for all those forms, but mm-hmm. they're called like, um, it's called a no doc loan. So they're only using your last 12 months of bank statements to verify that you got money coming into the account and more money stays in than leaves your account. Uh, So that's another form of loan that you can take. If you know, if if you're one of those cash heavy people and you got plenty of bank accounts, uh, plenty of money in your bank account, and you can support that for the last 12 months. But if you're one of those people that are getting SUSU money dipped into your account, (laughs) out of your account, yo, bro, I'm telling you, I've gotten people (laughs) qualified for homes if they are part of SUSU. (laughs) And let me tell you the way that works out. It's funny, right? But any time that a large deposit is made into your account, that has to be verifiable income because hmm. to a bank, they don't know if that's terrorists dropping money into your account. Uh, okay, Drug lords <laughs> dropping money into your account. So when they say, when they're going to tell you like, Oh, we see you got 2000, 8,000, $10,000 in your bank account deposited from a couple of different places. Now those people that sent you that money got to send their bank statements.
1: Oh, so oh. they think it's dirty money, basically. Oh. Hey. So, yeah. so, 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 oh, oh. so, what is susu? T-
0: talk about that. What, 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 does that mean?
2: So susu, think about it. It's, it's kind of like um, group economics where people are giving, giving money to to each other, and somebody getting paid out this week. Somebody not getting hands in, hands out. It, so it, it's literally communal giving. Right. Mm-hmm. It sounds cool and all, but if you're going to buy a property, not the time. Not the time.
0: Wow.
1: Okay.
2: Has to be verifiable. Period.
1: Okay. Next time.
2: Some people do it. That's what. That's on you. But when when you got a bank taking a microscope to your funds, watching your discretionary income, watching how your money's going in how your money's coming out, that's affecting your debt to income ratio, which is how a bank is actually formulating their risk factor about your file, right? It's so according to your debt to income ratio, how much money's coming in, how much money's going out, how much of that is necessary, how much of that is discretionary. So that, that, that's the math that the bank is doing on the back end that we don't get access to. Mm. Wow, all right, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. let's get it. Next
0: question. <laughs> All right, so you know how people want to say, I wanna buy land. I wanna buy mm-hmm. property. Um, so when people say that, and when they have that goal to say, I wanna buy land and I wanna buy property, uh they think this is a get rich uh quick. Um now is now is that true? Is that true?
2: Okay. The benefits of buying land, mm. you might be able to buy a little bit more. It depends on where you buy the land. If You buy land in Brooklyn, you're gonna be paying money out the ass. So I don't I don't know what the perks of that is unless you're a builder and you uh-huh. and you can and you can build and you can put all that together. Now understand, if the land you're buying is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a twenty by a hundred foot lot, then you building the property up. From the ground up, it's going to cost you another three you are in at 600000 You could have just went out and bought a property for 600000 mm. Unless you want it built the way you want it built. Cool. But he's really understanding. Well, some people think like, oh, when I buy land, I don't got to pay property taxes, because I own the land. Bullshit. This is the United States of America. They Even while you own some, they own some. They get paid off everything. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna have to pay property taxes anyway. Right? You can't get mm-hmm. out of that. That's gonna come. That parcel of land is giving it out by a municipality. That municipality is gonna tax
0: you. Wow.
2: Because you you operating in its in jurisdiction. Um okay. so that if you wanna buy if you wanna buy land by all means, buy a buy a buy a pro- buy a land with a property already on it, go ahead and do that. There ain't nothing stopping you. Um, otherwise, you better be good with your hands, because you're going to have to build something.
0: Okay. So, okay, so that about mm-hmm. land about property, when people say that, that's pretty much saying like, all right, you got to have knowledge if you want to, you know, it's, it's a lot of knowledge to us of what you're saying. So what you're saying is very vague. All right. I, I definitely see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. TC, talk to me. Mm-hmm.
1: Any questions? So is it true? I heard like people talk about, but like, are, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I heard people about like they buy land, and then somebody else will buy the land, offer of them for double the price, and they walk away with money like that. Is that true?
2: Land doesn't appreciate as fast as properties do. Mm-hmm. Right. So, if you're buying, let's say for example, if the land parcel is being sold by a municipality through a foreclosure or through a tax sale and something like that, and it's true value is twice what the bank is selling it for, then of course you can do that. Okay. Usually you can do that. Um, but mm. if you're just, if you see, the, you see a for sale sign and a realtor representing that and they're just selling it, selling it, and you think you're just gonna double that, nah man, that's, that's not the way it works. Um okay. at least a property or a house, if it if it's being sold and it's it's dilapidated and needs renovation, then you can buy that property, do the renovation, and you can, you can call do what's called the house. That's more feasible. That's that's more rational or land rather. It's not it's not gonna happen. Okay.
0: Okay. Word. All right, uh so i did i did research and you tell me if this is true uh the benefits of real estate is home mortgages fha conventional uh home home equity line of credit cash out refinances 203k construction loan commercial and business loan and private funding and hard money loans you tell me the benefits of real estate, is that true?
2: Yeah, so you got to think, everything you just said are different facets of real estate, right? Mm. Um, for example, first-time homebuyer who wants, like like I just said, wants to buy something that's dilapidated um, or that needs a lot of work. A first-time homebuyer that doesn't have all that money to pay out of pocket and renovate the house on their own dime. They're, they're, usul- they're utilizing what's called the FHA three k loan, the renovation loan, right? Uh, because the bank is giving them the loan, let's say they are buying the house for 300 or 400,000. They're giving them the, the, the loan of that 400,000 to purchase the property. And then the property needs an additional $100,000 in renovation. The bank is giving them that $100,000 in renovation so they can give to the contractor in installments, of course, they're not giving it all in one lump sum, but they're giving it to that person so that way, uh, so that way, they can renovate the property. Now, in total, the whole loan is going to be five hundred thousand, four hundred for the purchase, a hundred for the renovation, and it's bundled together in what's called the FHA 203 three K loan. Boom. When you talk about the premise, the idea of the benefits of real estate, it's that's how generational wealth is built. Mm-hmm. Period. They just revealed. Um, Jay-Z, right? They, they, put out, they put out a breakdown of Jay-Z's billion dollar portfolio. 50 million of that is real estate. If you, if you do a slither and just a microscope or, uh, of most of these ultra wealthy people, they're going to have a chunk of that that's real estate because that's passive income. You're buying these properties. These properties are appreciating. You're buying them in the right, in the right area. You can rent those things out and they're making money while you sleep. Um, So the the benefits of real estate is that each and every time that you're paying that mortgage note and you're paying that, that mortgage, you're paying yourself. Your house is your mini bank account and you're stashing away money in yourself every time. Because if you're renting something, you're giving money to a stranger and they're putting it in that bank account of their property. And that property is building value. And you talked about a HELOC. Here's the, here's the benefits of putting money into that bank account of a house. You can then later on take out a HELOC, a home equity line of credit, where all that money you've been putting in, now you can go in and take out and use that money for something else, to buy more property. And you redistribute that, that money. Um, to break down what you said even further, you mentioned FHA. You mentioned conventional. You mentioned um, hard money lending. Yes. Those are all different forms of financing, right? Mm-hmm. So, how you could get into purchasing property if you wanted to become a home flipper, and you don't want to go through the same type of hoops that you want, that you're going to have to go through for taking out a FHA loan, which you gotta you gotta live in the property for at least two years before you sell it. Um, and you, it's required to live in there according to FHA guidelines, conventional mm-hmm. loan, you got to put down 5% or whatever it is. If you just wanted to be a home flipper, you take out a hard money loan, which is a loan that's going to hurt. That's why it's called hard money uh, because you're paying a high interest rate anywhere from 9.5% to 12.5% uh, for the interest rate. But you're supposed to pay that back, not over 10, not over 20, not over 30 years you got one year to pay that back. So you got to be in and out when you're using a hard. Money. And instead of you paying a mortgage every month, you're paying that interest. That 9%, 10 11% interest. But it's a flippers loan. You go in, you, rent, you buy a property cheap, you renovate it, you flip it, you give the hard money lender back their money, and you take your money on the side. Um, and the usual down payment for that is about 10% that you're putting down. Mm, so there's huge benefits to being a property owner um, all of which fall under the umbrella that you're paying yourself you're you're creating wealth for yourself either slowly but surely or sometimes in a lump sum um, just depending on how you buy it
1: okay Okay. TC get back to me I had an expression I had to think about it get back to me (laughs)
0: Hi. <laughs> <All right>, Hi. Uh, <laughs> right, um, next question is talk about uh, what is a earned income, a business income,
1: and an investment income. Okay. Yeah, that's one investment income. I want to talk about that. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> so, what are the three brackets again Earn income, investment income, and business income? I love it. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, so watch this. The first difference between all three is how you're taxed. Mm-hmm. Right? So understanding that earned income is nine to five income. That's your, your time is, has a value, right? Usually that value is being determined by somebody else who's ever employing you. They say, hey, your hour is worth fifteen dollars. Your hour is worth thirty dollars. Matter of fact, maybe maybe your hour is worth forty five dollars. Every one of your hours, and then big uh, Uncle Sam digs into every check before you even get it, and they get their slice. Mm-hmm. That's that's earned income, and you can't you can't fight back against that. That's just the price of doing business of having somebody else determine the value of your time. Mm period. Paychecks. Because if you don't value your time or put a value on your time, someone else, somebody else will put a value on your time, will put a value on your effort, period. Now, business income is completely different. Not only are you taxed at a much lesser rate when you own your own business, you also don't pay Uncle Sam until you deduct your expenses, your, your usual business expenses, your price of doing business, your product, like your, like your overall product, um, your, your, the expenses of your products essentially. Right. So let mm. me give you a prime example. Me as a realtor, I got business income. It's 1099. I, I work my own hours. I, I put a value on my own time and by the end of the year, everybody else is jumping around, skipping around about tax time. Like, yeah, I'm getting my tax check. I'm like, no, I get to write off so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Write-offs, right? Every time I drive my car to and from somewhere, every time I fill my de- gas tank up, every time um, every time I'm paying like uh, marketing fees or marketing uh, like $3 a day per listing every day, whatever it is, all that stuff, I, I get into a nice little book. Matter of fact, let me show you, let me show you something. Since we are in my car, I'm gonna flip my camera around. Okay. This, see this, to some people, this just look like a bunch of papers. You know what that is to me? Tax write-offs.
0: That's receipts. Yeah. That's receipts, okay. baby. That's receipts.
2: Every, every time I swipe my card, I try not to buy nothing in cash, nothing. Because I need to be able to track where my money went, what it was for. And I'm writing all that shit off. all of it.
1: That makes sense. last
2: year, yeah, last year I wrote off fifty-seven thousand dollars. Wrote it off, and that's money I made. But well, Uncle Sam can't touch that. They get a slither of what I said was left over. Mm. Period. Now they playing by my terms, because I got a great accountant. So it's like I made money, but how much money I made is my business. You worry about what's left. That's business income, and that's why. And a lot of people don't know this, but the more and more businesses you run, right? So the more and more businesses you have, the less taxes you get taxed on that. So it's important mm. <laughs> being okay. a business, being a business owner and an entrepreneur is extremely important. The credit repair business I'm a part of, 10.99, my own business. Mm. Um. Me, me, doing photography and three D Matterports and three D tours of homes, my own business. That's 2 that's two that. talk that's about, two. about it. Yes. Um, yes. I'm a realtor in New York. That's three. Three streams of income. Two. Yes. Three streams. I'm a realtor in New Jersey. four. <laughs> that's four. that's four. four streams of income. And I get a much less tax rate than somebody who got one nine to five job. Damn. But I got four streams of income. oh damn oh. Let's go. Mm. Let's go. You talked about, you talk about <laughs> passive income. You talked about passive income. That's an additional stream of income that you can have where if you're getting rental property or, or properties that you want to purchase, hold, and then mm. rent those out, you can rent those out and get additional income. So passive income is when you don't have to work. You can sleep and your money making money while you sleep. Mm. Um, That's a dream. Exactly. Uh, and I trade stocks. So, my money making money. That's five streams of income right there. Yes. So, like, through and through, uh, it behooves you, it's extremely in your benefit to find out ways to become a business owner. Even if you don't got time. Because guess what? If you don't have time, that means somebody using your time. And it might not be you. Yes.
0: So, So, so now that we talk about streams of income, talk about how mcdonald's has seven streams of income talk uh mm-hmm. um who else what else what else um amazon has seven streams of income Apple. and how how does mark zuckerberg the owner of facebook how does he mm-hmm. have streams of income also
1: yeah
2: advertisement baby advertisement. utilizing mm-hmm. your time and leveraging your time against you right so here's the best part like somebody came to me and was like no but You're doing credit repair. How do you have time? I'm like, wait a second. I got the same amount of time you got, but I utilize my time differently. Let me give you an example. Every time you log on to Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg is making millions of dollars from you wasting your time scrolling. Every time. Every time. Every time you log on to Instagram, Mark Zuckerberg, again, is making even more money from utilizing your time. Why ain't you getting paid from every scroll? Why ain't you getting paid from every post? You could be, but did you take the, did did you do the groundwork to find out how? Right? Mm -hmm. I I hit my brother, I hit my brother, hit Rich up, and I'm like, bro, you ready to get paid for Facebook posts? He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I said, bro, we can help people repair their credit, right? We can help people repair their credit. We can help people in their lives, and we can help people leverage OPP. Other people's paper, right? Do credit restoration by putting up a post and saying, Hey, do you need credit restoration? Hit me up. That's it. I am about yes. to and, yeah. and it's literally by providing you a service, not not selling you no flat tummy tea, no oh get follow this bill, you do whatever. And I ain't knocking flat tummy tea, but I'm just saying that's a part real. Of I'm I'm just saying, right. That's a product you have to buy more of to try to get something from that's a product based business. Mm -hmm. We do a service based business where you can teach people financial education, something that we all been lacking.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Where, where most people, if they learn financial education is because they went to accounting or or, or they went to accounting school or they took and paid thousands of dollars per semester to get a degree, come out in debt, to try to teach people about financial education. Like, that seemed pretty backwards to me. Why I gotta mm-hmm. owe money to make money to teach you about how to own money? Like, bro, so it's like I, I genuinely love ways in which we can work smarter and harder if you want to, but not necessarily right? Yesterday I made $500 while on the road to make thousands of dollars on the road. I didn't lift a finger. You got some people out here delivering packages and doing this and hand breaking work and doing construction and doing it. I, all I'm doing is talking. My jobs that I do, I don't even call them jobs because those are just over broke. My careers that I do are literally just providing opportunity. And I do that with my mind, speaking about what I know, and, and giving people the tools so they can better themselves. Um, and that's, that, I think, to me, that's the purpose of entrepreneurship. It's not the money. It's how you learn how to impact other people's lives. Um, so, yeah, bro. Seven streams of income come with helping others. Um, and to me, those are the most beneficial uh, streams of income is yes. if you can actually help others in a genuine manner. I'm not talking yeah. about just sell people, sell people, So I don't got to sell you shit. If you're mm-hmm. a grown person mm-hmm. and you don't know why you need credit, you've never applied for an apartment, you've never tried to get a business account, you've never tried to own like, you, you've never tried to own property. You, like, if you don't know the importance of that, you never tried to buy a car. Like, if you don't know the importance of any of the things I just mentioned, we're not on the same level we're not on the same mm. plateau. And that's not knocking you. That's just saying, mm. hey, you haven't been forced to be responsible yet. Mm. Because credit is short form for credibility. What mm. credibility do you have? How are you perceived? Not in your mind, but in the minds of others around you and especially financial institutions. So what are you building? Mm. Mm. Some,
0: some say credit is leverage.
2: Yeah. Absolutely, that's yeah. it, baby. It's a leverage game, <laughs> 1,000%. <laughs> yes, Right, because that credibility, you leverage the credibility to get the things you want for a much cheaper price than everybody else. I know somebody who had terrible credit, went to go get an Acura, and left there paying a $950 car note. I paid $325 car note for my Mercedes. You're telling me I could have bought three Mercedes, I could own three Mercedes for the price of your one accurate That don't make sense, yeah, yeah. But if you don't know how to leverage credit, forget it. Mm. Mm. I, yo, I, yo, I feel
0: like we need a part two. This, I
1: feel like we need a part I two. Like we need a part I want like to two. Like like <laughs> question so people so who don't people believe, believe in the don't the don't credit cards card card and card stuff card like that, how are they able to put up the credit?
2: Okay, so first of all, if you don't believe in credit cards, you just haven't been taught. Um, and I'm not telling you to go out there and get seven different forms of credit mm-hmm. cards. No, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. You can have a secured card, right? It's basically your money. Yeah. It's like, it's not yeah. a debit account, but it's, it's your money that you put away, you set to the side, and now you're just utilizing your own money. Uh, mm-hmm. You can get a 200 200- Two hundred dollars secured card, but use two hundred dollar card. Period. So you can you can do stuff off your own money if you don't want to be taxed on somebody else's money. You can do that. Um, the only thing is when you do that, now you got to invest even more of your own money. Mm-hmm. You can do that. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, then there's other there's other accounts called self, right? Which is basically a self directed CD. Um, um, so it's a certified deposit, right? A CD, uh, where you're paying like $49 a month every month. And then at the end of the year, they actually give you back all that money you paid in. I think it's 48 or $49 a month. Um, after 12 months, that's about $548, whatever it is. And they actually give you that back. Um, and then you built a one year's worth of good on-time payment history and credit. So that's an option. Um, okay. Okay. so you can do that or through the services that we provide as far as like credit restoration, we also have a service um, that's in there called Credit My Rent, right? Where if you've been renting for a year, two years, three years, and you actually wanna apply those on-time rental payments to your credit history and have an automatic like credit line that you've technically already been paying for, that's an option, right? Mm -hmm. Um, If you're trying to apply one year's worth of credit uh, or one year worth of on-time rental payment to your credit lines, uh, that costs eighty nine dollars. You're trying to apply two years. I think it's like one sixty something, something like that. Um, so that that's an option that you can do. You don't have to, but if you don't like credit cards and you have gotta establish some form of credibility, it's just it's necessary. Um, and if you don't see the importance, again, I ain't about to talk to you. Like I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not in the convincing business. Real talk, real talk. I'm not in the convincing business cuz I'm not so, selling you shit. So, I yeah, am providing yeah. you opportunity. Period. Like So. Yeah. That's okay. my that's my answer okay. for sure. Couple uh, of questions, uh,
1: couple uh, of questions. questions for you. Couple of questions for you.
0: Um, um, tell us about tell us about gentrification. Gentification. Mm-hmm. And and because, because we all talk about we all talk about uh, we have this, uh, mindset, we have of this mindset of how gentrification, gentrification how gentrification it, loses, houses, it, blows, blows, it of low income people out of their homes. Then, mm. then, but, how can, but how can
1: we gentrify our our s- our,
2: our own neighborhood? Our own neighborhood. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? It's so funny because when I used to think about gentrification, it used to make me really upset. Mm. Mm. And then, the more I thought about it. I stopped changing who I was upset at, mm. right? Mm. You, just, you just said some Gentrification is people moving us out of our homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's moving renters out of places they never owned. Wow. If they took the time to buy the properties, and they like that. can't nobody move them out. out that's, their, like that. that's their properties right what we're saying is we sat on the sidelines watch people come in and play monopoly and we're just like <laughs> <laughs> they ain't, let's get it yo, they that's it no they ain't, like i'm like yo i i cannot be mad for other people falling into the same trap that you're in now 'Cause that's mm-hmm. all gentrification is. It's just new renters. Mm. And that means they they get caught up paying higher prices for shit you should have owned. Man, now, I was thinking about like that. Damn. Oh, bro. Oh my god. Damn. So so is that is that coupled with the fact of like I, I don't know who to feel worse for. Right. The, the, the yuppies who are getting caught up paying these ridiculous prices or us who sit back and complain that now nah, they're paying these ridiculous prices. I'm like, what now? That's not taken for granted that there's also been institutional like oppression in the ways in which like we're, we're redlined in our communities. Right. That's 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 clear. And that's obvious. You want to yeah. do your research on that. Uh, there's a great book called The Color of Law. Right. Um, I I highly recommend that everybody and their mama read it uh, because it will help everybody and their mama. Um, So it hasn't been easy to buy properties individually, but if you and your boy want to go in, y'all each getting paid thirty thousand dollars, thirty-five thousand dollars a piece. Y'all about to go rent two different one-bedroom apartments for fifteen to seventeen hundred dollars a piece. Why not go in together and buy a house? Buy one house, y'all want one room each, right? Get one Mm -hmm. floor each. Like, it just makes sense. And now you're gonna be paying less than the 1500. Y'all might come out paying 900, a thousand each. You do it right.
0: Mm.
2: Or y'all can go in, buy a multifamily property. Now y'all both owning one apartment instead of paying for one. You put, you do that for five years instead of renting. You do that for five years. Now you use the equity in that property that you earned for five years and buy yourself another rental property. Now you're renting that property out and now your rent went from $1,000 to maybe $500. So you got cash flow. Damn.
1: Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that's that shit right there. Let's go. Okay.
2: So don't, Let's like, go. Yeah, bro, that gentrification stuff get tricky because I used to look at myself and I'll tell you, especially when I first started real estate, I didn't ha- I didn't have it all together. Like I was just searching for money and not really understanding the opportunity that I had. I, like I got I got access into. Mm. But like the more and more I started educating myself, I used to feel bad because I'm like, man, I'm helping gentrification and I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm uh, like I'm I'm moving my people out. I'm like, wait, shit. Hold on. If we had roots, nothing could move us. We stuck. But without roots and without investing in the soil to make sure that we can plant and grow here, we just, we just surveyors. We just passerbys. Getting mad that other people is in our territory. It's not yours. You don't own shit. Like, and that's why like all the people that live in Brooklyn and Queens as renters, I'm like, yo, what does New York owe you? Everybody want to claim to be a New Yorker, but what is it paying you to be a New Yorker? Or are you still paying to be a New Yorker? It's
0: expensive, they
2: say. Yo, I was born and raised in Brooklyn. like, And I live in Jersey for the last nine years. Mm-hmm. I'm, still, I'm still from Brooklyn. <laughs> but now I, I, I just, I, I get a better view of the city. Ironically enough. And I don't gotta pay millions of dollars. I just I just sold um I just sold matter of fact a condo to a young lady uh for I think it was three what was that? Maybe three forty, something like that. Mm-hmm. And she got a better view of Manhattan than people who pay millions of dollars to be looking at other buildings in Manhattan. They don't even get a skyline view. Wow. So it's, it, it's literally like it's paying to be in New York is like paying for a Gucci bag, paying for all these things. It, it, it does us no good. It does us no good like through and through when we can go out there and buy two or three properties for the price of one property in Brooklyn. And then if you want to go in and and use a home equity line of credit when you got your three or four properties in Jersey and buy one property in Brooklyn, do it. But any investor will tell you, buy low and sell high, right? No matter what you buy in, buy low, sell high. Mm. And you you buying in Brooklyn, you buying in Queens, you buying high. Where you gonna sell it at? So, you know, the price is doing business.
0: Uh, wow. TC. Okay. Oh, by the way, listeners, I'm very sorry. We got cut off. Technology is not yeah. liking us today. Sorry about that, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> they
1: don't want us to win. <laughs>
0: Facts. They don't want us to win. Sorry about that, y'all. But, uh,
1: TC, any questions? I just want to mention, You said the book is called Color of Law.
2: The Color of Law, yeah. Okay. All right. Give
1: Who, who's it by? No, that's it.
2: Oh, Matter of fact, I could.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah, I got like, what? Got,
2: got like f- like five questions. Seven, Richard Rothstein. Richard Rothstein. Uh, okay. Roth, Rothstein.
1: Okay. All right. Definitely give her a look.
0: Let's get it. All right, next question. We have, we have uh, a few questions left. So for yourself, Would you rather buy a house or multi-unit homes, uh, or apartments? Multi-unit homes or apartments?
2: Yeah, so you, I would always prefer if you have the option to buy a multi-family property, you buy a multi-family. Mm -hmm. Um, Because think about it this way. Let's Let's talk mathematics. You buy a single-family house, depending on the price point, whatever it is, that's just you paying that bill. You buy a multi-family property. Let's say if your mortgage was two thousand four hundred dollars, and an apartment in your multifamily property, let's say that, let's say it's just a two-family right now. Keep it simple. Your mortgage for that for that three hundred fifty thousand dollar house you bought is twenty four hundred dollars. You buy a multi-family. You rent one apartment out for fourteen dollars or $1,500. Now you're paying what? Less than $1,000 for your overall mortgage and taxes. Now, if you go out there and you buy a $450,000 property, yeah, your monthly expenses just jumped up to $3,000. But now you're renting each apartment out for $1,500. Now you're leaving rent-free with possible money, cash, going back to you. So it went from you paying everything yourself for a single family property to other people helping you pay off your bills. The more and more, like the more and more apartments that are in your multifamily property, the more and more opportunity you're buying for yourself, the less and less bills you actually have to pay on yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Now you got to manage people and do whatever you got to do. Um, and it's a little tricky right now because of Corona where people feel like they don't even got to pay their rent. so I mean, it comes—it comes with its drawbacks, depending on the time frame. But in mm-hmm. general, like, that's—that's that's the way you go. The more—the more units, the more—the more like people are helping you pay off your bills, the better it is for you. The less bills, you got. Okay.
1: I have a question also. So let's say you rent out a home to somebody, and that mm-hmm. property has a trade fee. Who's responsible for it—the renter
2: or the buyer? You better make sure whatever rent you're charging them is covering that HOA fees, because if not, that owner is coming out of pocket for them. So okay. I, would highly, I would highly recommend that that person, that person include that in the rent. For okay. sure. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. All
2: right. Three more
0: questions. Three more questions. All right. Uh, can you create generational wealth in real estate uh and can you pass it on to your family and kids?
2: Thousand percent. That's that's what real estate is. That's why I'm still in this industry. That's that's why I do this. The generational wealth is the name of the game. Right? The, if you rent an apartment for 20 years, what did you pass on to your kids? Nothing. IOUs. That's true. Yeah. You just passed on twenty years of IOUs. You own a property for five years and you die. Your property still has equity. Your your kids actually inherit that property instantly. Boom, heirs. So it, instantly you pass on generational wealth, you pass on opportunity to your kids, your family, friends, and your loved ones, automatically. Um, and then like uh, you said, isn't it heritable? Absolutely. Do you create generational wealth? You're damn straight. Go
0: mm. through and through. Okay. All right, okay. TC? Right, go ahead. Okay, so do you
2: have any info for stocks? Uh, yeah. Info for stocks. Uh, if you want to invest in stocks, download the Robinhood app. I love this app specifically because it allows you to invest in regular currency, cryptocurrency, whatever it is. You actually get to buy options as well, um, which are puts and calls puts in calls or if you're betting if a stock is going to go up or if a stock is going to go down and you actually get to bet on that too, instead of you just uh, in buying one share, you actually get to buy a hundred shares at one time for a fraction of the price because you're basically just wagering what's going to go up or down. Um, like for example, aviation stocks, right? So Delta, JetBlue, all these things, because of Corona, they fell to half of their share price, half if not less. So need you're about buy low, so high. Um, whereas Delta stock was at about $60 per share this time last year. Now they're at 29 to 32 right now. I bought one uh, one call, Right, so that's one one belief, which is 100 shares, um, saying that I know the stock is going to go up. Why? Because there's only one way to go. It's to half the price, and mm-hmm. people, as soon as the corona kind of dwindles down and things get back to going, people gonna start taking them flights again. I mean, shit, they starting already. Um, so my stock prices, I've already made 450 dollars off my 800 dollar wager that things are going to go up. If I sell my stock, my one, my one contract of a hundred mm-hmm. shares next year, I can sell that $800 investment for $8,000. Mm-hmm. So, um, Robin hood is the way to go.
1: Okay. And then
2: other people, mm-hmm. other people are doing stuff like forex and all that stuff. That's, that's like betting on currency and doing all those things. That stuff is lucrative too. I mean, they were just featured in Forbes, uh, forbes 500 like growing businesses and stuff so i mean there's ways of doing it but just do your research don't just jump into anything with everybody everybody don't know all the secret sauce follow the, <laughs> follow the people who actually get in it for sure let's go
1: okay all right so what's the best amount of like if you want to start in stocks what's the best way to do it Do Robinhood, of course but like it depends how much you want to put down or
2: that's it Listen, uh, when you think about stocks, you better be investing money that you don't need. Okay. Because mm. that, I mean, stocks stocks is gambling. Mm-hmm. There's no other way yeah. of putting it. Like yeah. you, yeah. you just like, yeah. is it gonna go up? Is it gonna go down? Is it gonna go up? Is it gonna go down? <laughs> that that's the same thing. Yeah, that's the same thing. Like you going you going to Atlantic City and putting it all on black. Yeah. You gotta know that from the money, from the time you put the money down, it's gone. Up, down, indifferent, whatever, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Cause there's no sure thing. There's no sure thing.
1: Okay,
0: let's get it. Okay. All right. Uh, how? All right. So, how would you? But I got, I got two more questions, and after that, we're gonna ask. Uh, just you know, so your social media and everything how would you invest $5,000 right now? If you have $5,000, how would you invest that?
2: You want a real answer to that?
0: Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it.
2: <laughs> okay. One, start the credit repair business mm-hmm. for $300. Actually it's 288 <laughs> period. Because you get your money back literally in the first week mm. um so I would say invest in investing in starting your own businesses, right, so not business businesses um like I just told you, I paid two eighty eight to start my credit restoration business, right, so I invested in myself within the first three to four days. I made seven hundred dollars, so did I get my investment back? yes. Yeah. I actually doubled my investment in the first four days, and that's something 90% of first of first year businesses don't do, which is why they go out of business. They don't become cash flow positive. I did that in the first four days, so that's one. Then I, as a realtor, I invested three thousand five hundred dollars out of my account to buy a 3D camera. Mm. Right, that 3D camera allows me to take still photography, and create virtual tours so people can walk through homes from the palm of their hand i now charge realtors the people who used to be my competition they're not my competition no more baby they're my customers mm. when realtors call me saying hey is your property available i'm like nope but do you need photos and 3d matterports i got you 275 for 1 hour of me doing my business bam so now my hours were 275 for realtors when I'm working with architects, my one hour is worth 350. Mm-hmm. So my, my, my $3,500 investment brother, just since March I've made $12,000 on my side business of photography and, and the 3d Matterports. Mm-hmm. So I ain't even spent the whole four thousand yet. I mean, of the whole five thousand you told me. <laughs> so, my credit business, I've made more than seven grand in hmm. a matter of three months. So that's that's credit repair. Then I spent three thousand five hundred uh, on that on that three D camera. I made more than twelve stacks. Let's go. Cool. Actually, it might be closer to fourteen now. Cause last week I made a, I made okay. about I made about fourteen hundred just last week. So okay. yeah, yeah, like. I ain't gonna lie to you. You don't gotta spend the whole five. And then if you wanna put a little thousand to the side, just in case anything happened, put it to the side. Emergency but your funds. money, your, your your small, yeah, your residual funds, kinda of set it off to the side. Mm-hmm. Discretionary funds, treat yourself a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, if you have $5,000, mm. invest it in something that's gonna make you 20 or more thousand dollars okay period let's if go you in, if you put it put mm-hmm. it in your savings account you just shorted yourself because they're only giving you two percent return if that you might get two percent return if you put something in a savings account your money got to be making money and if it okay. doesn't you lose some money because dollars lose value every day
1: let's go mm-hmm. okay. tc nah, that's some good information man hey I mean, you had all
0: right
1: final thoughts king final thoughts
2: for me yeah yeah if you don't invest in yourself nobody else will ever invest in you
1: Eesh.
2: i mean uh, that that that's the that's the slowest thing about it um mm. and i'll tell you for people who are out there looking to make money for free it's not going to work that way mm. um because if you got to think about this if you are not worth investing in yourself Somebody will continue to put a price tag on how much your hours is worth. Just kind of mm-hmm. rotating back to where we starting in the conversation. I don't know about you, but I work way too motherfucking hard for somebody to tell me, no, this is, this, you, it's only worth fifteen, fifteen dollars an hour, twenty dollars mm-hmm. an hour, twenty five dollars. No, I just told you. I I went, I went from, you, you know what? It was funny. January of this year, I decided I was going to start driving Uber just so I can hand out my business cards to make more money on real estate. Then the pandemic happened. So I probably did it for like a month and a half. Then I started hearing about the pandemic. I was like, fuck that. No random people in my car. Yeah. Um, yeah I, Roche, <laughs> yo, I, took a, I took a photo. I took a photo of me wearing my mask. And driving niggas around, he was <laughs> telling me, you look fucking crazy. I said, I look crazy. But guess what? I feel fucking safe. Mm-hmm. Cracking my windows and shit. And then when I actually sat down and did the computation, I was like, son of a bitch, I am driving for eight hours and maybe making a hundred dollars. After you take out gas, after you take out everything else, you know, they throw in their little incentives or whatever. Then I really started my Matterport business and my photography business. And I went from driving eight hours to make a hundred dollars to making 275 to 350 an hour. You gotta put a value on your time. Nobody will ever pay you for your time the way you should pay you for your time um, and find something that's gonna make your time lucrative. I just told you, like as far as a credit repair business, I talk to people for seven minutes and make a hundred dollars seven minute conversations i literally missed four phone calls while on this call mm-hmm. but it's okay because for me in the bible it says freely receive freely give now it costs me a lot of motherfucking money to give you the information that i'm giving you but absolutely. why is it worth it? it it to me it's absolutely worth it to give it to you for free so that way somebody can take even a fraction of what i said and save themselves thousands of dollars absolutely and when they come back and they were like yo that was valid I was Mm -hmm. valid. What they said was valid. And then we can start building group economics. The longer we stay in poverty, the more expensive it becomes to get out of poverty. Mm -hmm. We cannot afford to sit at the sideline or sit at the table and judge people because they get money. We cannot afford that. Yes. We just had seven people, six people shot at a a Juve party or at a Juve celebration.
0: That was yesterday, I think. Yes. Yesterday?
2: Yesterday. Yesterday. I I believe so. Yes. We had six people shot and one of them was a six year old boy.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, So
2: it's, it's like, it's like our mindset. Isn't where it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. partly not our fault, but whatever part is, we got to do better.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
2: We got it. it, It's it, it. And, and it's, it's self accountability and communal accountability, right? They say it takes mm-hmm. a village to raise a child. We got a bunch yeah. of men out here pretending to be men, but are still children up here. Yeah. Right, so it's it, it literally, it's in, imperative upon each of us to teach each of us, so that way we can reach each of us. Um, so it's important that we do that, like through and through. Um, so I know you're gonna ask me for my social media and my handles and all that stuff. Yes. Um, Ageless poet, like I don't get older poet, A-G-E, like I get older, L-E-S-S, like I don't, ageless poet um, on Instagram. Um, on Facebook, it's Lewis L-U-I-S, ageless, like I don't get older. Um, and Estrella, E-S-T-R-E-L-L-A, so Lewis ageless, Estrella. On Facebook, it's the only way to discern myself from the millions of Louis's Um, And then uh, our business page is brightest, like it don't get no brighter. Shine, like we keep shining no matter what. Homes, brightest shine homes on uh, Instagram and Facebook. And then our real estate, um, our real estate website is BSH, like brightest shine homes, BSHproperties.com.
0: Let's go. Okay. Let's go. And also and also if if you have bad credit, because bad credit is expensive. Oh shit is
2: expensive.
0: Oh, <laughs> shit is expensive. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's expensive. Please go to go to my man Luis Ageless. You he, mm-hmm. he's a he's a credit repair specialist and he'll definitely fix up fix up your credit. That way you know you can get started on getting good credit. And if you have, you want to buy a car. You wanna buy a home, whatever it is. They got a business loan, whatever yeah, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. He, yes. Absolutely. Oh, yo. Thank you for everything. Yes. Yo, thank, thank you. Thank you. Yo. This this is this yo you just gave
1: you just gave gems. <laughs> yeah. Hey <$1 laughs> million dollar gift dollars three ninety nine <laughs> baby.
0: <laughs> um, I I know I appreciate you were Nah, I, pre- yeah, I appreciate you Appreciate you for I, yes, you know for jumping it. on
1: this seriously. No problem.
2: Yes. Yeah. No problem.
1: Definitely. They thought about Definitely. the technical difficulties again.
2: Yeah. I'm de- okay. Yeah. We here, baby. We <laughs> here. Can't. <laughs> Rich was like, they don't want us to win. I said, <laughs> they can't stop us. They can't, they can't stop us. <laughs> we working too hard.
0: Facts. Facts. <laughs> Definitely. I, I know you got uh you know you got uh schedule just uh, cause I know. You said you have about, like, seven people on the call. You got to call back to make you $100, so, you know.
2: Oh, we going to get, bro, that, that money going to be there, baby. We, we ain't <laughs>
0: stretching. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you, that my man, yo, this guy makes about, like, let's say, a phone call. I'm telling you. Talk, actually, I'm not even going to, just talk to that, just, just talk to that man. He'll tell you. He tell you yourself. He'll tell you yourself. So. Tell- when he told me, I was like, "What?
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah."
1: Uh,
2: yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I'll just show you. I'll just yeah. show you. Yeah. If you need proof, we can show you. <laughs> it
0: uh, yeah. So definitely uh, uh, contact him. Uh, hit up on social media. Follow him on. Oh, let me give you the yeah. number. Let me give
2: you the number. Direct, direct toll free yeah. line. 917 293 Again, 917 Let's get after it, guys. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's all right. Thank you so much, Ageless, for having yeah, us. Of course, Ken. no problem, brother. Yo, Thank you, Babby. Yeah,
0: Yo, no problem, brother. Yeah. All right, brother. <laughs> Thank you. All right.
1: All right Peace, King. Later. Yo. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do this all the time. I realize that, yo. He dropped some shit today,
0: yo. I'm telling you that, yo. I, I knew, I knew my brother ageless for years, yeah. Hmm. And um, yeah, I'm telling you, but yeah, um, God, yo. This is the real estate that, that he just, he just dropped gems on real estate, generational wealth, all mm-hmm. of that, like, yo, credit repair. I'm telling you, if you are not listening to, mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, if you are not listening to this podcast and it is as simple as possible, like when you have knowledge to something, you have knowledge of self and then you apply to it. That's yeah. the whole thing of having knowledge. When you have knowledge, right. as soon as you apply to it, you be like, "I right, word, this is what I gotta do." Now I got the, le- you know, now I got the, you know, the lesson mm-hmm. for it. Now I got the educational and the knowledge for it. Now I gotta apply to this to take
1: action. Exactly.
0: And for with and that I knowledge, wanna, yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: continue, continue. And yeah, with that knowledge, you become your own boss. Got to answer to nobody. Because you educated yourself to get to the point that where you are now, facts, and that's important. Facts,
0: yeah. facts, yeah. and and I wanna I wanna continue. I, I, I definitely wanna continue for what for what he was um what he was saying uh of the multiple streams of income because um, yo mm-hmm. he said he had like four uh, four multiple streams of income. Amazon. Keep going
1: ahead. I'll be right back.
0: All right. So. Amazon makes uh, multiple streams of income. So, uh, and McDonald's, uh, all these corporations that you see uh, that you buy, that uh, these, these corporations, you know, these franchise, Wendy's, um, you got Burger King. These are corporations, uh, well, franchise. Um, they make multiple streams of income. And uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give you McDonald's. McDonald's not only it's a franchise, but they also make money off of advertisements. They make advertisement off of their food, um, and also what they do is they have real estate. Also, they are uh, in real estate. McDonald's they have um, property. They have property, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So that's how McDonald's makes their multiple streams of income. Amazon, Amazon, how they have multiple streams of income is they have their website where uh, people uh, you know, buy off their, uh, other people buy off you know, their Amazon website through uh, merchandise, that's one stream of income, how Amazon uh, makes their income. The second one is Amazon Prime. Uh, TC, you can help me with the TC.
1: Help me out with this. The the third Prime also includes the music.
0: Yes, ab- yes,
1: that's that's the third streams of income. Amazon also like Netflix have their own streaming services and their own TV shows.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's four. Mm-hmm.
1: That's four streams yeah. of income. And also they in- They also have food delivery which includes that's, whole ooh, food. that's five that's a so that's a partnership right there that's five that's, that's five. five and amazon also has one day oh they act as a wholesale company as well they are wholesale that's companies six. but they could they could distribute items for you for your own business that's six that's and six to make money off of it yeah let's go let's
0: sick that's six streams of income amazon got and I'm pretty sure we've been getting a few more, but that's how much amazon yes. does yeah. yes and and they got their own properties too, yeah, yes. <laughs> over the world by the way, <laughs> yes, national over the world yeah. national yes mm-hmm. Na- yes, I'm so talking it's a global about over- company, yes, so mm-hmm. amazon got what that what is that seven streams of income, yeah <laughs> i got
1: ten more, we just don't know about. <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah. And you said mm-hmm. deliveries too, right? You said deliveries?
1: Yeah, yeah we these, have deliveries. Yeah. Yes,
0: deliveries, yes. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what? That's seven streams of income Amazon has. So yeah. the owner,
1: uh what's his name? Jeff? Jeff Bozo. Let me see. Oh, yeah, they also create products too, like Alexa.
0: Yo, that's and they have their that's own eight. brand of
1: products. That's eight. That's eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling Jeff, you, Jeff, Jeff Bezos Bo- is. B- yeah, yeah. Jeff. yeah, Jeff, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, Jeff. Yo, I'm
0: telling you, like, how,
1: how seriously? Didn't he just become a trillionaire by the way?
0: Uh, I believe so. I yeah. I don't have the I don't have the the uh. I didn't read about that, but I know he's a billionaire. I don't know. If I think he's a he became
1: a trillionaire recently. I think
0: yeah. so. Well, Tyler Perry, he, he uh, just Perry. became, <laughs> Tyler uh, Perry became, Tyler Perry just became a billionaire and just realized that Tyler Perry didn't just become a billionaire just because he had films, just because he mm-hmm. created his own films and his own production company. He had property. He had yeah. land. Like Tyler Perry had multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. So, yo, I'm... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, I'm just I, I'm just I'm just giving y'all the facts. Like I, I'm just yeah. giving y'all the the knowledge of it.
1: So I know she's intimidating, but the work is kind of ready there for you to do. Facts. You know? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So that's yo, that's pretty much it. And you know, uh for uh TC, any final thoughts before we
1: close this out? The best advice I could say for people who want to start getting their stuff together with the credit and stuff, definitely check out the program, as mentioned earlier. And also start investing in yourself more and more through these days. No more skills saying, I ain't got the time. We got time. It ain't the first time you're hearing me saying this on the podcast. We got time. Create <laughs> the purpose. You Sure. Make the time. Yes. Absolutely. Don't let nobody stay your time. Make sure you have your time. Yes. Mhm. Yes. So definitely you yeah. can um, uh, definitely
0: listen to this at uh, YouTube. You can listen to this on Anchor. We have uh, Spotify. Spotify. We have Apple. Mm-hmm. Yo, <laughs> let's get it. Let's yeah. let's get it. <laughs> um, definitely let's get it. But yeah, guys. Thank you so much for listening. On to the next episode. Yeah. Peace out.